This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Neil Kavanagh. And I'm Garo Farley. And you're listening to Agony Rants. Neve. I know. I'm in a dark place. Oh, I know. I, you know, when I saw it, when I saw it, I thought, is anybody looking after Garoud? Thank you. <laughs> I have to say, you're, I mean, for the record, you're listening to Agony Rants. I'm Garoud Friday. That's Neve Kavanagh. You're a vision winner, comedian. Sort out your problems. Yes, technically. Whatever about the top of the show. Right, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Bigger things are happening in the world. I know. Than the introduction to our show. Are you okay? Angela Lance. I know. I know. Murder, she wrote. It's- I got more texts about that than I did when my <laughs> granny died. Yeah, but it's no secret. I was gutted. I know, but... Do you, you know when I found out? Wow, well, wow. Well. 10 to 8, I was due on stage at 8 o'clock. No. Did I'd they not on. think of you? Yeah, full show. <laughs> I was just... How did you get through it? When they announced it, could somebody not have checked? I know. What's Garo doing? We may have to give this an hour. Listen, I I was absolutely devastated for you. I thought she'd live forever. I know. Well, actually, I thought already she had, to be fair. She yeah. was 96. Yeah. She was 96. You know, she, and, and the funny thing is, I said it to my husband. I said, oh, Angela Lansbury died. Isn't that really sad? And he says, I thought she was already dead. So he, you know. A friend of my partner texted her mother <laughs> to say, Angela Lansbury's dead. And the reply came back, I'm so sorry, love. Did you work with her? <laughs> but she had no idea who she was. I know, I know, I know. Because she's such an icon, really. She really is. She's done everything. Like, one of the best books I've ever read is Angela Lansbury's biography. Really? Yeah, oh, it's brilliant. I can't remember what it's called, though. Oh, it's so good. I know. Like, I mean, she came from England to New York during the war and she came over on a ship. Yeah. And all of the ship, uh, that was the last ship to evacuate the UK to New York because the ship that came after her was bombed. (gasps) A little history lesson. I tell you. So if that's the case, why was her English accent so bad on Murder, She Wrote? (laughs) No, no, I love her. Don't get me wrong. leave this recording. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you know, it's so cockney, you know. So You'll have to replace me and I'd be terrified with who you'd replace me with. I know, I know, I know. I could never replace you, Grode, just in case, because I know that'll be a text later. Irreplaceable. (laughs) You know, it's funny because uh, Murder, She Wrote to me was something that I loved when I was younger, right? Obviously, because, you know, it was such a great thing, like, but, you know, before that, I don't know how aware I was of Angela Lansbury. You know, Bedknobs and Broomsticks was a little bit before my time. Yes. Uh, Disney-wise, you know. But actually, Murder, She Wrote was iconic and even still is because on weekends, you know, when you're gigging a lot and you kind of want to just l- lounge about the house on a Saturday and Sunday. On like, Alibi. Oh, my God. They run Brilliant. It, they run it on, it, I'm going to say it's 5 USA in our, for me up the north, right? So basically... They run Murder She Wrote all day on a Saturday, and it's Colombo on a Sunday. Now, oh, do you know Peter Fox already that's gone. That's a great weekend. Oh, it's a great weekend. You don't need no brain for it. It's amazing. Oh, it's fantastic. I know. Like my favorite scenes in Murder She Wrote are you know when she's like tucked up in bed, wearing her glasses, reading one of her own books. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I used to watch it with my granny and my granny used to always say she liked Murder, She Wrote because they were always lovely murders. Yeah, they were lovely. Yeah, there was no like, there wouldn't be a bludgeoning. No. There was a, uh, someone getting poisoned. Yeah. <laughs> Which when you think back is actually quite a <laughs> They looked pretty. It's a very grim statement from yep. my granny. <laughs> was she giving her... Who wouldn't, who wouldn't want to poison somebody? <laughs> 
The last thing you want to do is go garroting somebody. That's just common. I know, that's just common. Common, common. Very Strict messy. Strict nine dribbled into their soup. Yeah, but you know, a bit of garrotting would have probably, you know, it would have been done nice. You know, it would have been like just a line across. It would have been like a little line of blood. There wouldn't have been like guts no, of blood everywhere. No, there was never an arterial spurt. No, Niamh. never. <laughs> I, remember, I remember there was one episode that she did where she was at war with friends. Right. Okay. So it was kind of like they wanted to kill Murder She Wrote because they it was going on and on and on. And she had this amazing deal. Like when in the later years when she became executive producer, uh-huh. she was probably Angela. She was flashed with the cash. She knew what the she was doing. Yeah. So what she did was, um, as part of her deal to stay on for I think it was four or five more years, she had this deal whereby the network had to order movies that would be made by her production company. Oh. And they had to order a certain number of them a year, I think. And it was a pay or play deal. So they had to order them. They didn't necessarily have to make the movies, but they had to pay for them. Oh, okay. oh, not silly her. So it was known as the Hollywood deal of deals. Mm. And they needed to, like, to get rid of her because they didn't want another to have to retain her for another deal like deal. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what they did was they put her up against friends, mm-hmm. knew that it would took, uh, take a dip. Right. So they responded by making this episode uh, called Murder Among Friends in season 12. And it's basically a murder on the set of a show called Chums. It's so good. Oh my God, it is I'm so, so good. And all the way through it, she's making barbed comments about like, uh, oh my God. about a show like Friends. Like she says things like, I don't know why anyone would want to sit around watching a show where 20 somethings talk about their sexuality. <laughs> So, I wonder what happened to Friends then. <laughs> I know, yeah. Who knows? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. She also, like Angela Lansbury, she had clout. Oh, she, she had did. clout. Like even uh, a couple of years ago, they were going to make a reboot of Murder, She Wrote. And they called it a reboot. Okay. As opposed to a... Was she going to be involved uh, in it? No, she wasn't going to be involved. It was going to be Octavia Spencer from The Help. And she was going to be a medical receptionist okay, in a yeah. hospital. You can see how that Who would work. also wrote books. Okay. And solved murders. And Angela Lansbury basically said, I think this is a massive mistake. And she did a big interview about it. And within a few weeks, it was. So, to paraphrase that, over my dead body. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you think at the moment there's somebody I'd say right, right now? Right now, Octavia Spencer. <laughs> She's at home sending a couple of emails. Yeah. <laughs> Any chance? How, how long is reasonable <laughs> and respectful? <laughs> Actually, I will say this, right? I have to bring this up. I am loving the fact that when I'm out and about, people are talking to me about agony rants. I know. I feel like we're going through a bit of a pop. Oh, oh, oh a pop, as they darling. Say. Yeah, like... A lot of people are coming up to me about it. And yeah, stuff. I mean, I, when I was in the National Concert Hall recently, obviously being Eurovision-tastic. Recording telly. Eurovision-tastic, darling, Eurotastic. Um, a lot of people were discussing, obviously, the Eurovision and all that, but they all, like so many of them were going, oh, I love Agony Rants. I love that you're... That's so cool. I, I'm, I'm so excited. I know, yeah, because like, I've been busy, so I haven't been checking the numbers. Darling. But, uh, but apparently they are sky high. Really? Yeah. I, you know, it's funny, actually, because I don't really think about it because we, you know, you and I started doing this, you know, and we sit in this room and sometimes we forget people are listening. Oh, we totally forget which people is, are listening. Which is obvious. And then I do the edit and go, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. That's yeah. the only thing about the show getting bigger. The fall will be harder. <laughs> <laughs> it's one one slip of a mouse and the wrong thing goes in. Oh, no. 
no, no, no. It's game over. I know, but it's nice. It's nice to kind of. I mean, it's nice to get. It's nice to get um recognition. Yeah, and and I feel like a proud mammy, you know, because Aww. they always say, "Grow is amazing." I say, "I know." <laughs> she doesn't say that. I do. She's like, "I'm trying to oust him." <laughs> <laughs> As long as he knows. There's a coup. There's a coup on the horizon. As long as he knows who's yeah. the real queen She's probably is. probably lining up somebody else. <laughs> never. Uh, who would you replace me with? Never. Never. Oh, I no, couldn't. I'd say you've got a list. No, no. I know. No, I'm well aware. No, they'd all charge me for what you do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, the funny part of it is, which I love, right, is the fact that it's in the oddest of places people are saying it to me. So, you know, if I'm out in a in a reception or something, or you, you kind of expect if you're there in your guise of Neve Cavanagh kind of guys. Yeah. But I, I was getting my legs waxed recently and your woman started talking about it. And I said, you know, you've made it when the person is waxing your legs is having a chat about the problems. <laughs> now, not that you get your legs That's waxed. That's not what you want. That's... I know. I mean, See, to be fair, that's, that's, that's your first mistake. You don't talk to them, Neve. Yeah, I do. You no, you don't. You're at a level now where it's like I'd like silence, please. Do not look me in the eye. The Euro Queen's legs do not go hairy. <laughs> None of us need to accept this premise. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Most people who know me know that that is a momentous day when I decide to go to get my legs back. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes over over the winter, I'll leave the winter coat on because then they don't see the light of day. Well, I, I didn't want to be mean and say that. I know it was kind of you. It's like you got your legs waxed. Did you get engaged? <laughs> what are we actually talking about today? <laughs> Did anybody We've talk talked in? about most of us. I know. So it's, Angela. Basically, it was Angela Lansbury. Okay, so we asked for your experiences of Angela Lansbury. Murren Mortel says she used to come to Debenhams in Cork to buy Elizabeth Arden. She was so tall. She was very tall. Yeah. Very so, deceptive. It was it was the trench coats. Yeah, kind of she did tall. look short, but she's like, I remember I saw her in New York going into that play. Because the day before we went to see it, we were actually mm. passed and she was getting out of her car and she was actually really tall. Yeah, no, I would imagine so. She she was, I think she would have been a great friend to have. I mean, obviously you wouldn't oh, wanted her to so. visit. Like, you know, Who wouldn't want would to be die. friends with someone that was worth about 500 million? Totally would have loved her. Handbag full of dosh. Do you remember when they would do the Murder, She Wrote episodes from Ireland? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Almost as good as her English they'd accent. Have, they'd hold the currency, yeah. <laughs> they'd hold the currency like the money so that you could see that it was the Irish currency but like she would be buying you know a packet of tissues and she'd be paying about 400 pounds yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so funny um, Sean says she had a, sh- a house in Shangari East Cork and she was often seen around the place sound lady yeah she's uh, the, the general feedback is that she was decent like you know yeah I know um, and uh, let's see Queen Balter says, uh, 90s, fire roaring in my granny's sitting room, dinner on my lap trays, engrossed in murder. She wrote, you're bloody right, I'm right back yeah, there with you. Yeah, that's exactly what you used I to be. I don't have a lap tray, I'm going to have to get one now. A what? A lap tray. A lap tray. Have you ever had a lap tray? tray? No, but I've got a bath tray. I feel like I'm gonna. we're going to have to get matching lap trays. Maybe that's, <sighs> you know, the way we're talking about merchandise. Can you imagine? An Agony Rant's lap tray? Oh no, my. the postage and package on that name. Oh, that'd be too much. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, while we're on the subject, we've had a meeting about merch. Oh, have we? Exciting things to come. Excellent. Exciting things. Do you know what would be lovely if people actually uh, maybe gave us suggestions of what kind of merch send they'd us, like? Yes, send us suggestions of merch. Because we've got a bit of a window, because here's what's happening, right? We've had our meetings about the tears, yeah, about yeah. everything. Tears. And, um, and there were tears, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mostly girls. Strong meeting, strong meeting. <laughs> uh, but the head of head stuff has had a little baby. 
So he's, Aww. yeah, he's had a baby. Well, there's nothing little about that baby. I mean, it's, I think it was. A, 11 pounds, you said? 11 pounds, That's yeah. like slapped every day, that child. Yeah. <laughs> By the mother. Like, that's the size of a motorbike helmet, that's essentially. Big. That's a big oh, baby. But a very gorgeous baby. I've seen a I've photograph. No an absolutely no gorgeous baby. Um, so when he's back, as soon as he's back now, we're going to get him to cut some checks. Oh. Get order some merch. Excellent. Loving that. Yeah, exciting times. So actually, if you're listening, you know, even the person who whacks my legs, you know, if there was anything specific you'd like in the merchandise situation. <laughs> I had a fair idea what she'd want. <laughs> <laughs> a Valium and an eye mask. <laughs> to unsee what she saw. Attention, Agony Rants listener. I am on tour at the moment with my show, Glamour Hammer. Most of the dates this side of Christmas are sold out, but we are adding a lot more right now, and I will be going everywhere. There are tickets available for Knoll, Port Leash, and the Everyman of Cork, and we've added second nights in Limerick, Wexford, and Port Leash. Uh, we've loads more dates to go on sale including dates in the UK so if there is somewhere you would like me to go send me a message and let me know because it's very flexible oh well flexible I haven't seen that yet wherever two or more people <laughs> meet I will be there to entertain you can get tickets uh, using the links on my Instagram bio or on my website so love to see you there I have it on good authorities amazing <laughs> <laughs> Neve, a lot of people have been asking me how I get my physique, right? Uh, brownies? Uh, <laughs> Neve, I will leave. <laughs> no, don't leave. Don't I will leave. walk out of this studio. Don't do it. I have started my fitness journey. Well, again? <laughs> this is like the third time. Neve, a journey is a journey and it takes a while, <laughs> okay. okay? So I joined F45, right? right okay. um, which is a gym. Uh, it's a group of gyms in Dublin. Okay. Uh, they have branches all around Dublin. And I have to say, it's working. I well, don't hate it. I can see. I can see it's working. <laughs> he said that is very kind. I don't like honestly. I don't know where it's been all my life. It's like high intensity functional training that you do as part of a team. Oh, okay. Right? Now you know me in teams. Not for me. <laughs> not I don't for know. Me. I don't know. I'm not a team player. <laughs> okay. Uh, but you do. It's actually great because everyone's working at the same time. Yeah. And the exercise that you do is adapted for all different abilities so you don't feel the judge like, yeah so yeah. nobody's judging you oh, that's like great. it's absolutely brilliant and whether you want to achieve a specific goal or whether you just want to start training f45 can help you okay the best thing now this is my favorite thing about the whole thing okay you are in and out in 45 minutes oh good there's no like this today it was 55 it's like you start at a specific time you are walking out the door 45 minutes later and you've done a good workout do they do that thing you know five more and no, oh. they don't. There's none of that. Oh, well, then I'm no, straight. There's in. no messing with your head. And <laughs> they're also really positive. Oh, great. Like I like are. that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I got yeah. a high five coming out the other day. Did Trailed you? it myself. Oh, my Trailed. goodness. Yeah, absolutely. High five. Do we need to do that at the end of this now? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm a bro now. You're a bro. I'm a gym bro. <laughs> like, it's a really friendly place. And I always think gyms can be very adversarial. Oh, well, and of hostile. Course, Downright hostile. And I am always the worst in the group. And I don't feel <laughs> terrible about it. Yeah, they're absolutely lovely. So don't waste any more time. Get started today at 45. Neve, we are pausing for a moment to remind our lovely listeners that we are a part of the Headstuff Plus. Are you ex excited that I was able to say that? You're so enthusiastic. I know I am. If you enjoy the show, you can sign up to support us. And in return for that, you will get access to a bonus feed. Oh, yeah. Which contains 
ad-free versions of the show and you can enjoy the bonus content from all of the shows across the network including Spice Bikes which is returning for a new season Uh, Spice Bikes is hosted by May, Dee and Blanca and they take you on a culinary trip they have episodes on all types of cuisine and the culinary world and they are all absolutely brilliant I actually really love this show they've also won a rake of awards Yeah, which I'm very jealous of stop with the awards conversation we're not going there we're not going there Right, um, but, and, but you know, anything food related is definitely going to be up our street. Oh, it's pretty brilliant. Up uh, our strasse, as they exactly. say. Exactly. <laughs> so have a little listen to Spice Bags. They are returning soon. The award-winning Spice Bags podcast is back with season four. You can expect the same mix of staple chats with me, Dee Laffin, Blanca Valencia, and Mei Chin, and deep dives into countries' cuisines, conversations with people from the international community of food in Ireland. Look forward to listening to episodes about shopping, about cakes, Argentina, Nigeria, plus an episode to celebrate the launch of our cookbook, Blast Books Soup. So tune in to us wherever you access your podcasts or Headstuff Podcasts Seamus Toomey says, I heard a story about how she was in a shop and this stag group stopped one of them and one of them was so drunk he said, you're murder, she wrote and she walked away probably in fear. She lived near Ballycotton, near Ballymallow House. There's a lot of information in that. And there's a lot of information lot. and there's not a lot of punctuation. <laughs> <laughs> the drunk person who accosted Angela Lansbury should be ashamed of themselves. I know, a stag group. But, a stag I mean, group. I know, but it's always funny when you're in a group, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Blonde. Your eyes. Oh, usually I get, why me? You get the I shirt, get why me at you? A lot of why me. <laughs> I take terrible. it. terrible. I take it. <laughs> Blonde says, I live in Ballycotton and she would often be seen wandering around. She was always very friendly and polite. She wasn't bothered too much by fans, but when people did speak to her, she was always lovely. Ah. That's nice. Yeah, but there we go. What yeah, a life. What a life. And, and you know, very much honoured by us now. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll miss her. But we can still watch her. We can have Yeah, her. the art lives on. The art lives on. Exactly right. Okay, so. Neve, we've got a problem. Oh, I love a problem. We've got, uh, again, the problems are coming thick and fast, so we've two in this episode. Yeah, loving it. Dear Neve and Garoge. I am loving the podcast and at the moment it is the only thing keeping me sane. I tune in every Monday on my commute and sometimes even I panic a little if the new episode takes a minute to load. I'd be lost without you both. Oh, That's lovely. That's that very nice. That is really lovely. Thank you so much. Um, I have wondered for a while about writing in to you as I would like to get your advice about a situation that I am in. But I worried that perhaps the situation is quite unique and the people concerned might be easily identifiable. But then I thought, why should I care about that? Oh, well, we're already in a good place. We love that now. If we've got to that point, it's bad. Anita is burning the house to the ground. <laughs> we love it. Late last year, myself and my husband at the time decided to separate. It was amicable. We both we both felt that it wasn't working and neither of us were happy. It was my house, so he moved out. We both struggled a bit after that even though we knew we were absolutely not supposed to be together so we decided that the adult thing to do would be to do couples counselling to make a clean break and guide us through the process very mature incredibly adult that is very (laughs) wow see that's our listener now does things right well done love that anyway during this my husband revealed that he had actually been unfaithful during our marriage and he had had an affair with a woman who is essentially my Boss. Cam, Cam. Do you want me to take over? Oh my God. <laughs> Do you want me to take over? Can you cope? No, it's good. <laughs> this is good. I love it. Let's call her Fanula. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's call her Fanula. I mean, yeah. of all the names you could I call think, her. <laughs> let's call her Fanula because that's her name, I think is what's going on here. <laughs> or other words with F. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. It's absolutely mad, Garot. I'm sure your mouth's hanging open. It actually is. <laughs> and mo- many words are going to come out. Yeah, but it's true. Anyway, I was very angry with him because he had been unfaithful, but also because he knows I cannot stand her. She is an argumentative psycho and always has been. She is power mad. Think of the worst possible person to be a manager and double it. My husband was at college with her, so they've known each other since way back, but I wouldn't call them friends. I think that made the betrayal worse. It has been a few weeks since this was revealed at the counselling session, and to make matters worse, my manager had the cheek to call me in and had this completely professional conversation about how she expected me to be professional and hope that we could leave our differences outside the office. I bet she did. I bet she hoped that. Oh my gosh. I was shocked. I expected her to try and explain or have some sort of humanity about the situation and she absolutely didn't. I don't know what to do or do I have to do anything. This is all very new, so I'm getting to grips with it. So any and all help would be appreciated. Yours, Anita, not my real name. Oh, oh, (laughs) so many things. So many things, Anita. What an absolute prick that woman is. (laughs) Yeah, but not just her, the husband. Everything. Everything's not right there. And here's my big thing here. Go on. Let's just start at the beginning. Go on, Neve. How the Jesus did that woman know that you'd spoken about that in the council? How does she know you know? So somebody, council's supposed to be a safe place. Did he tell her? He must have told her. He told her. That's oh, such a betrayal. You no longer need couple counselling. You need your own counselling if that makes you happy. Oh, seriously, you have zero involvement with those people now. You don't need yeah. to resolve a single thing. If, if there's no children involved, there's no financial aspect. End of conversation. You don't need yeah. to be grown up about this at all. The grown up thing is not to engage in this beyond what's happening. More importantly, what's coming next is you need to get the hell out of that job. Yeah. Because now I'm not saying, you know, that it's as easy as that sometimes. You know, I, I no. get that. However, I'm going to tell you that as long as you are working with this person, yeah. it's going to eat you alive. And well, all you, you don't do deserve start that. the process. Yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. I... Like, do you know what the bit I don't like in this? Just, like, the, I mean, just the one just bit? The, no, but the, the, the bit that really gets <laughs> yeah, me right, the is that you're the victim in all of this. Oh, in every way. And it's kind of, you've kind of been reframed that you're now being trusted with this secret that you're supposed to keep. No, that's very passive-aggressive. That I, is I very... I absolutely hate that. Yeah. And it's, I think it's what's defense. interesting is, and it, she doesn't say, but if you're having that sort of a conversation, it doesn't sound like there was much of an apology in there. There's no apology. There's no apology. There's no, you're right. There's no empathy. And do you know what's good about this as well? Mm. It's nice. You know, like when you meet somebody and you irrationally don't like them. Like I've had that before. You know, when you meet somebody, you're like, this is way off. I'm not a fan. Okay. And then it takes years. (laughs) But there's a moment. But every so often you go, ah. And that's why. I'm right. Okay. I was right. And something always reveals itself. If you you look hard enough. If you look hard enough. (laughs) (laughs) This is not true in this part, but you know, the thing is, this I is mean, the awful. sad thing is if you hadn't gone into couples counselling, you may never have found that out. Yeah. And do you know what? I still think it was a good thing because. No, it is. 
like, 100%. You'll be so much better knowing in the long run as hard as And you, at least you know you're doing the right thing. No, you are doing the right thing. Yeah. Honestly, Anita, I cannot support you enough. I almost wish I knew who you were that I could A, hug you and tell you that you are completely not in the right, the wrong here at all. I mean, yeah. it is just not right what's happened there. I'd like to know who she is so I could have a few gin and tonics around our office. And just sort that out. Throw a bucket of water there over that bitch at her desk. There would be wheelie bins involved. What a wagon! That is a wagon. I mean, like, bad enough that she has had this affair. Yeah. Right? And then on top of that, she has, oh my God, she has basically told you that you will be needing to be grown up enough not to discuss it outside yeah, the space. grown up, well. The cheek. What I would say is, right, now, firstly, I would say, you have to look very care- carefully at what you want in this situation. Like, oh, yeah. Because a raise, a promotion. Yeah. <laughs> Company can't. <laughs> you've, <laughs> you know? you've done a real switcheroo here. I love the way that that's what you're thinking. I'm just thinking, you know, you either get as much as you can, separate yourself physically, emotionally, whatever it is you need from what's going on there. I'm telling you, you have no responsibility to either of those people. None whatsoever. None. But what I would say is, firstly, you don't have to keep that a secret. No. You can shout that from the rooftops all you want. No. That is absolutely your business to do it, right? But However, I, what I would she say will is, make your life hell. She probably will make your life hell. <laughs> but she will also... You may not want people to know that information. No. No, it's your private business, right? We can start a GoFundMe page for like the banners and the and the, the billboards just, we're going to I'm put so up with I'm so disgusted with her. I, you know what? I, there's a lot of things wrong in this situation, Anita, but seriously, take the power off them. They have yeah. none. They and have you know no power. what I would power. do as well? It, it, like in the short term, I'd go straight to HR. I would go straight to HR and say, I want to transfer from this manager. She had an affair with my husband. Yeah. Drop the bomb. And... She then took me um, into an yeah. office and told me that I wasn't allowed to discuss it. Yeah, yeah, which is tantamount to bullying. Yeah, it is. It is absolutely workplace bullying. Yeah. So I would go to HR and just get out of her way. But then you can start the process to move. But yeah. like... I mean, she, she has place, no yeah. moral ground to stand on. Psycho bitch, whatever she is. You know, if you think that she might bring rain down ter- terror on you, maybe it's not good to incur the wrath well, of it. Do you know what I, I'd like to see her try? Oh. I'd like... Because the second she does it... Tell everyone. everyone. In every way. That's, that's, well, the thing about it is you won't have to do that. No. Because she knows that that's what you're, that's what's in your back pocket. Yeah. So I would say, go take your though, make sure it's all done officially. There's a record of everything. Mm. The calmer you do this, the better. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I, outside of work. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to go over. <laughs> Wreck her car. Ah, no. Like, road. <laughs> do what you want. No, no. She do what you no, want. You can no. have the emotional reaction that you want. <laughs> do not do that. Right? Yeah. Do not do that. I'm going to keep you out of jail, Anita. Yeah, pour a bucket of water over. I'm reading this and I think Anita Waste is a better water, person than that. Acid. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> what a cow. I know, it's horrible. It is horrible. Nina, I'm so sorry that you've gone through that. I know. But do you know what? Do you know what the big problem is here, right? Right, okay. That somebody like that ends up managing people. That's the real injustice. Oh yeah, but you know that's that's not new. They're everywhere. People like I know that. people are like. Yeah, and actually, someone who has that kind of ability to bully or have that feeling will find a way, regardless of the position they're in. Yeah, you, you know, we all come across them in in different places and workplaces, and you come across them, and even if they don't have the power to do it, they still manage to create the atmosphere in a space. Yeah. You know, e- even if they're like jobs worth, you know, doing the basic job. What you know level I mean? of psychosis do you have to have <laughs> to be in that situation? And not to be absolutely mortified. To be like, oh my God, you found out. I'm so sorry. 
I'm so sorry. It didn't mean anything. You know. Yeah, I mean, surely there was a, there was a way that could have been dealt with. But you know, if she started off with she didn't like you, you know, you didn't like her. She's a psycho, an argumentative psycho. It's very unlikely she's going to feel any empathy or any responsibility in this situation. Like I remember years ago when I was working in a job and I had a manager and I okay. like we did not get on. I didn't like her. She did not like me. Oh, it was. We were both very professional, but we had zero time for each other. Yeah. And I do remember at one point, I can't remember what happened, but we were, I was annoyed about, we had some sort of beef back and forth. There was a beef. And I remember uh, we went for a cup of coffee to try and sort it out. And she <laughs> apologized. Oh, okay. she did. She, she said, Gee, I, I'm so sorry that it, it actually got to this. I feel like I've really, um, I don't it. know how this has yeah. got to this. And, it was, ve- but and it wasn't like that. I'd gone to HR. It was just like we'd had a row and we weren't getting on, and it was a difficult working relationship. Yeah, and you were trying to fix and, it. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh my god, I mean, this woman, I really have zero time for. But the, I have the height of respect for her. the fact that she apologized and admitted she was wrong. Yeah, and like the thing, it wasn't even half like it, it didn't wasn't go even near that. as bad as this. Yeah, but it, here's the thing, right? You cannot get on with people, even above you, below you, whatever, whatever the conversation is in regards to who you work with and still work together. I know. You know, the thing is, what? but this is personal. This is not oh, work. Yeah, yeah. This is personal. And she can talk about professional and all she likes, but she clearly knowingly slept with your husband. Yeah. So how professional is that? Better things are waiting for you, but actually. Yeah, exactly. You're going to get out of this situation. You're going to blossom. Go get... Go get counselling on your own if you feel that would help you. You know. Go get a book deal. Yeah. Dar- <laughs> <laughs> Whatever about And if counseling. you do, tell us where we're I mean, it. we love a victim story <laughs> in Ireland. This is proper. That's proper stuff. That is proper stuff. That could like. be murder she wrote there. I know. No, don't put that idea in her head. <laughs> no, no, obviously. Obviously, you know. We can see what's going to be on the RTE news now. A trampy woman called Fanula was found dead today. <laughs> You you were the one about, you know, telling her to go over and wreck the car, right? You, you... No, but th- look, that's physical possessions. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, 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 it's, still, like, it's still illegal. You're well right? on, okay, you're, it's still yeah, illegal. It's still illegal. <laughs> it's still but illegal. you're well on your rights to have a little office meltdown, you know, to push over our files. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, but cheese in our desk. Cheese, <laughs> fish is better. Fish. <laughs> Maeve, well, that, I love that... I love how you've changed in, over the course of a year. I know, he, he, is, he is definitely changed. Look, <laughs> what I will say is, Retribution is yours in any form that you want it. But the very but the best question is, do you want it? Well, that is a big question. Yeah. But the very best retribution at any time is living a full and good life, exactly. because they can never touch that. Exactly. Never. And that's going to be going Next on. You stay well away from her. Some sort of embroidery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the best revenge is leading a good life. Oh, a hundred percent. Listen, you know. Yeah, look, do you know what, though? You seem to be quite resilient. You are. And and we're, and we're already in love with you, aren't we? Yeah, we're I mean, you seem amazing. Yeah, I know. So you're so above this, it's not even funny. Yeah, exactly. And look, the other thing I will do, right? What will you do? No, no, I will do. <laughs> the other thing you should do <laughs> <laughs> is you should absolutely, and this is, this is low on the list of priorities, but I do think it's something you need to do, right? Oh. You need to say it to the husband. Yes. The absolute cheek of you. Discussing like, it. 
discuss them with letting her know Bad what enough. went on in our counselling session. Because that's the only way that woman will know. Yeah, it's the only way she found out. Because uh, counselling is a safe space. You're not supposed yeah. to be. It's supposed to be confidential. You're supposed to be able to feel. Couples counselling is now over for you because how can you ever say what you need to say to him? Yeah. Without feeling safe. Yeah, exactly. You know. it, it feels like that. No, unless you want to do it. And if you want to do it, grand. Oh, yeah, no, no. But, uh, completely, but still. But you, you don't owe him anything now. Like no. you, nothing, no. absolutely nothing. You've you fulfilled your part of the bargain, and he has let you down again. Hugely. Yeah. Well done to be on the right path. She's on the right path. You're leaving that loser, and you're getting away from that. We definitely want wagon to follow you work with. We definitely want to follow. Yeah, up. follow up. Oh, Keep yeah. us posted, Anita. We, we love a follow. What a story. Ah, it's a brilliant story. I feel like I need to have Thank a you, thank you, Anita. For I think right we need now, to pause the recording proper. so we can have a glass of wine. I know, <laughs> Okay, so here's another problem. Go on, Amazing. Hit us. Hi, guys. I am another 20-something who is absolutely obsessed with agony rants. It is the best. I particularly liked your advice for the guy who had smelly dreadlocks. Okay, so we know where we're going with this. That was a while ago. I know. I live in a shared house and we all have lived together since college. We get on well mostly, but the main problems are around housework. Oh my gosh, I feel your pain. I love to keep my bedroom tidy and I'm always the first to start the spring clean of the other rooms. Our big problem is the bathroom. It's the room that nobody likes cleaning, so nobody does it. But it is really starting to bother me so, so much. So I have anxiety about doing it. The bathroom was new when we moved in two years ago and now it is really showing its age. My problem is if I do it, okay, (laughs) if I do it, what happens then? I don't want to be the one to enforce a rota, but the place is getting really bad. I also don't want to end up being the cleaner, but someone has to do something. Where do I start? Keep up the good work. You really do put me in a good form every morning, Monday morning. Not an easy task. Thanks, Bren. Bren! (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you where you start. You clean the bathroom. Oh my God. Absolutely. Like, what you're saying, what he's essentially saying is here, we haven't cleaned our bathroom in two years. Yeah, essentially. That's what he's saying. No one has. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're all the playing bathroom, chicken. They're the playing ba- chicken with the bathroom. <laughs> what law says that the first person who cleans it has to be the one who does it every day? No. And like, <laughs> the bathroom is really starting to show it, its age. It's, age. it's a new, In other words, it's two year old bathroom. Yeah, you know what that means, right? It means there's black all around the shower. It's filthy. <laughs> it's absolutely filthy. No, look. <laughs> You know, this is what I never understand. <laughs> Why is the bathroom the sticking point in shared houses? Okay, I'm going to tell you. because It's I've, the easiest claim. Technically, I'm in a shared house, right? Because I'm living with adults now. I'm living with male adults. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, even when they weren't adults, I was still the one who cleaned the bathroom because they yeah. do not see it. Yeah. Not everybody sees it the same way. And every single time I go in there, I have to clean it. And I just maintain it as best I can. I did, I did, I did recently tell my son uh, who uh, uses a kind of a, a cream to wash in because he, um, he has eczema. So we, he, he used this cream and I said to him afterwards, after the third time I cleaned the shower after him, I said to him, you understand that when you wash yourself with that and you don't clean it off the, the, the shower uh, guards, basically what happens is it looks like you've been, you know, uh, <laughs> 
in the shower. Well, I can assure you. <laughs> I'm going to try. I said, so I would appreciate it if you actually try because we only have one bathroom. So I have to keep that clean. But I'm going to tell you now, as somebody who has <laughs> I been... would say he is going to clean the shower next time because he never wants to hear that sort oh my of God, conversation come out of your mouth. He has cleaned down the shower every single time since. You know, uh, there is no doubt. And you don't want to hear that come out of your mouth's mouth. But that no. is the truth. That is the truth. So the thing is, right... <laughs> <laughs> That's something I would do. I know. Neve, I really I really feel like I'm rubbing off on you. No, in a no, very I've always been way. very direct. <laughs> That's why my children hate me. What needs to happen here is the toilet needs to be cleaned. The bathroom yeah. needs to be cleaned. If you're lying yeah. awake at night, yeah. worrying about the toilet, how, how how dirty the bathroom is, it will take you less time to clean it than it will for you to have 20 minutes of sleeplessness in the yeah. middle of the night. No, very true. Like, the, the bathroom is a really easy one, right? And I had this problem recently, and this is a tip. This is a proper tip, actually. Oh, okay. I like I've no windows in my ensuite bathroom, okay. right? So what happens is the 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 grout in between the tiles can get a bit black. Oh, and, I was, and so I was I was regrouting it loads. That's how bad it was because it was happening wow. every six months. So I was regrouting, and then somebody said because I've been spending all this money on the product, you know, yeah. like these like oh, anti mold, yeah, like this, that, and the other. Uh, these aerosol so sprays. Take a bottle of Domestos. Mm-hmm. And pour the whole bottle of Domestos over all of the tiles from the top down. It. Yeah, from the top down, and leave it. Don't touch it for three hours. Mm-hmm. Leave it, and then wash it off. And hey presto, all the black mold comes off. Like I had spent hundreds of quid on, on different sprays, anti-mold, mildew sprays, okay. and this did it. Now, so can I also say? Go on. Did you turn the fan on? No, yeah, with the fan on, but it's just like when it comes no, into no. winter, it's so... I mean, when you pour the bleach. Oh, yeah, otherwise you, know, you die. people die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. people die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't use the bathroom for hours. But, like, the difference... Oh, no, it's huge. I mean, I, I had spent hours, I bought even bought one of those things, you know, the things that blast hot steam? Yeah. That didn't do it. No, it doesn't do it. But this does it. And it's one sixty five for a bottle of Domestos. I know. Now, the only thing I will say, right, works best if you have a white bath. Because we're leaving bleach there for that long, like I did notice that it kind of slightly, only slightly, just discoloured the shower tray a little bit because it's kind of a beige. But you don't really notice it. Yeah. But listen. Yeah. Once a month to pour a bottle of bleach over your tiles, it's done. Like, and there's no scrubbing in that. No. None whatsoever. Well, the other thing is, right, if the cleaning's not getting done, you get get a cleaner. cleaner. Get a cleaner to do it. And split it between. Oh my God. Amazing. Because then there's no row. But if they're not, if that's not a runner, just if you have the products there, like if you've got the right stuff there. Like in the room. The blues for the loo, loads of toilet roll. In the room. Bottles of bleach. Yeah. So if you get 20 quid from each of them and just spend the whole lot on bleach, the stuff for the toilet, like it, it, it takes so little time. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Listen, Brent, I'm going to say this, right? The chances are, if that's happening in your bathroom, what state is your kitchen? Well, he doesn't mention the kitchen. No, he doesn't. But I... Shudder to think. You know. But the thing about it is though, the other thing that is interesting is that he does keep his bedroom tidy. So he's cleaner. So there are cleaner. But this, so this isn't really about the lack of cleanliness. No. It's about. It's about who does it. It's the power play in the house. Yeah. Nobody wants to be the cleaner. No, well, and and that's what I'm saying. They're all playing chicken with it. Yeah. You know, who the first person in. So I say you go in and suggest a cleaner. I think that's a class idea. I always think that the times when you start to worry about your bathroom is you know when somebody like starts going out with somebody or something there's somebody else coming into the space oh, yeah. because the thing about it is right if you have been living with these people since college <laughs> this is like, not new thank god 
I never lived in a shared house because it would have killed me. No, it would have. Like some of the college houses, when I think back to some of the places that friends lived. <laughs> I recently scooped my son out of a college house and we were the last ones to go. So I did the quick clean through. I literally brought a shovel. That's outrageous. <laughs> Imagine somebody that won the Eurovision coming to clean your house. That was amazing. I'm very good at it. <laughs> Just wish I had the same energy to do my own at the minute. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> Have the conversation, Brent. But you know what? Mm. If you're worrying about it, Chances you're not the are. only one that, that's noticed it. No, no. Somebody needs to take the bull by the horns here. Yeah. And look, even, right, worst case scenario. Okay. In the absolute worst case scenario, if it's you that cleans the bathroom once a month, what harm? Yeah. You have a clean bathroom. And like cleaning oh. an awful bathroom, it's twenty minutes like. Yeah, it is, yeah. It is. It is. It's not. So it's I'm not, not saying be a doormat. No, but But at the same time, yeah. What do you prioritize? Yeah. Charge or shame them. Or yeah. both. <laughs> like you have to prioritize yeah. whether you have a clean bathroom or whether you're lying about awake worrying at night yeah, about this that's not the a thing I hope that helps Brent give us a follow up yeah we love it and pass on email addresses of those pigs because if you want we'll send a sternly worded <laughs> on your behalf no He's problem He's very good at that <laughs> well I think we've helped I think we've helped Steve I absolutely think we've helped and well certainly we've enjoyed the rant I, yeah. I have to say we had lovely rants today I, know, I feel empty <laughs> we should go and get a cup of coffee <laughs> <laughs> back up <laughs> cup of coffee in the brownie well, we'll speak to you next week. And if you want to get in touch, agonyrants at gmail.com. Yeah. If you want follow-ups, problems. Topics. Topics. If there's anything you want to talk about. Questions. You oh, name yeah. it, send them through. Keep safe. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.